Tokusatsu, taking the form of many shows including Super Sentai, Kamen Rider, and Metal Heroes. And today, a group of fans come together to review it for you as Toku Secrets. Hey guys, and welcome to another installment of the Toku Secrets podcast presented by AnimeSecrets.org. I'm your host, Nathan Nassa, and I know that we said that uh, in our at the end of our previous review that we were going to be continuing our review on Samurai Sentai Shinkenger, but we've hit a bit of a bump in the road with that, um, and I'll give you an explanation briefly, uh, but uh, we're going to have to uh, take a slight detour on that. Today we are going to actually be reviewing a Kamen Rider season, albeit the first half, uh, Kamen Rider Decade. Um, and there's no special journey for uh, this series because, uh, well, this series is actually confusing and spoiler alert. Um, but, uh, of course, since this series is also very confusing, I can't handle it alone. So I got two other guys here to help me out with that. So uh, go ahead and tell uh, everybody uh, who you are, guys. Hey, it's Riz. And uh, to be honest, I don't think recruiting me to help him figure out Decade was a good idea because I'm also confused. <laughs> so yeah we're gonna be very confused today and i'm also joined by hey guys uh name's anthony here i'm just the comrade passing through i wish i wasn't passing through this season apparently <sighs> but i'm here regardless so how's everyone doing so um to give you guys a brief explanation um so, a little bit of a spoiler alert, but uh, at some point uh, midway through, well, roughly midway through Shinkenger, there was a, there's a little bit of an event in Shinkenger where, uh, the, um, where they do a little bit of a crossover with the uh, Kamen Rider season that was airing alongside it, Kamen Rider Decade. So, it's like, um, you know, <clears throat> a Shinkenger episode ends with one of the Kamen Rider Decade characters showing up, and then... You know, that episode leads to the common rock to a common rider decade episode that has the Shinkenders in it, and then that episode leads to a Shinkinger episode that has the decade characters in it, and etc. So, so to yeah. help explain like to give an example of it, for those of y'all that have watched the DC TV series uh Arrowverse, it's like when they do their crossover episodes, like with uh Crisis of Infinite Earths or whatever. So they have yeah. like one episode in one season, one episode in another season, go around, whatever. But that's the basic idea of what's happening here, from what I understand. Yep. So it's kind of uh, unavoidable to uh, talk about the decade event. Uh, we're probably going to dedicate just one whole episode of Tokyo Secrets to uh, reviewing that. Um, but uh, we decided. Uh, although we're really regretting this decision now, that uh, we didn't want to go into this little crossover without knowing who these characters from Decade are. So we're going to be taking a look at Kamen Rider Decade. Uh, today we're going to be looking at the first half of the show, um, episodes 1 through 15, but we're not going to review them episode by episode. We're just going to give a general overview uh, just because, well, it... I don't know. It's kind of exhausting because episode by episode is really confusing with Decade. Yeah. Uh, but before we get started uh, with that, uh, you know, we should all probably give our back. Uh, we 
we haven't really done much of Common Rider here. Like, um, we started on Ghost, but kind of got lost with that. I think Anthony, I, and um, one of our other guys, uh, Ronald, tried to do a wizard review at one point. Although it's pro, although it's probably not really good. It's more not. It. Um, the review or the season? The review. Oh, okay. I would say both, but for me, it's it was it was the seasons. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, but uh, you know, we should all probably just give a little bit of our background with Common Rider, and I'll just start. Um. I'm not really as big into Kamen Rider as I am into Sentai, although I am watching Kamen Rider a lot now. Uh, I started back, like, almost, like, like a couple of years ago when I was in college. Uh, I've, and as of now, um, <clears throat> right now I'm actually watching, uh, I'm kind of doing a bit of a binge fest for the first 10 se- seasons of the Heisei era, so... Kuga to Decade, um, and I'm currently watching Blade right now. I really enjoy it. So I've seen Kuga, Agito, Ryuki, and Fize all the way through. And then I've seen... Um, I've seen uh, also, um, the Neo Heisei era, which is what they use to uh, talk about the Heisei, all Heisei era seasons after Decade. I've seen everything from Double to... Uh, to um, drive, um, my favorite season would probably still be O's. Um, I really enjoy it, although Dang. Blade Blade is actually looking pretty good. That might actually it might actually give O's a run for its money. Uh, my least favorite season, at least before we started watching this series, was Wizard. But spoiler alert: decades kind of uh, making a case for that. Um, but uh, go, uh, you, go ahead and uh, tell them uh, what your experience is, Anthony. Okay, so um, if we're not counting Mass Rider, which, I mean, who hasn't watched Mass Rider, even though that sucked too? That was the uh, American adaptation of what Kamen Rider is. Um, and later on, we actually end up getting another, but more proper uh, English adaptation in Kamen Rider... Uh, Comrade uh, Dragon Knight, uh, that was adapted from Comrade uh, Dra- Ryuki, which is uh, like car themed along with different uh, monsters and such. Uh, I actually ended up watching that, and it was it was not bad. But my first real introduction into actual like Common Rider would have to be Common Rider Wizard, which I'm not gonna lie to you, the suit was actually amazing to look at, but it was just the fact that the that the story behind it was kind of just meh to me. Um, but it fixed, but Gaim fixed all of that because I love, love Gaim. Uh, and then I pretty much watched every, uh, Heisei era season after that. And then I went back and watched the earlier Heisei era seasons, which were like double O's. Well, O's is like my, my one of top favorites. Um, what else? And I'm currently watching Deno, and Deno is actually really good too. Like I'm, I'm enjoying it. It's funny. It's has great action, like like hilarious scenes. It was just amazing overall. So, and uh, Rizwan. So, do y'all know that meme with the dog in the space station? He's saying, "I have no idea what I'm doing here." 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's basically me with Common Rider. So, literally, if you've listened to Tokyo Secrets over the last couple of years, you know my Common Rider history, is, and it's only Ghost. Like, the only proper Common Rider I've watched, and I haven't even finished that to complete, and it's Ghost. Um, aside from that, I watched bits and pieces of uh, Master Rider growing up, and uh, that's it. Mm. So, literally, I am, I am the dog in space, saying, I don't know what I'm doing here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so, with that being said, let's jump into Decade, and we're going to be regretting it. At the end of this video, I'm it. Um, so before we get started with that, it's uh, kind of important to talk about uh, what what decade is, uh, <clears throat> what it means with to Common Rider. So unlike Super Sentai, Common Rider has a really complicated history. Super Sentai's history is very straightforward. It's basically it started airing in 1975 with Himitsu Sentai Go Ranger, and it's always had an active show airing ever since. That, that there's a you know there's been some differences you know like um, like you know a change in like you know the TV channel which resulted in a you know the episode links being expanded and all that. But when all said and done, it started airing in 1975, and it's been on the air ever since. Um, and we'll go into more detail about that in probably a future video. Common Rider is a little bit more complicated. So, Common Rider started airing before Super Sentai in 1971, uh, and it uh, it aired nonstop until 1976. Then it took a three-year hiatus, and then uh, um, then it aired a few more seasons. Uh, so you had Common Rider, Common Rider V3, Common Rider X, Amazon, Stronger. Then it took a hiatus, and then you had Sky Rider, Common Rider Super One, <clears throat> and then uh, then there was another hiatus, and then we had Common Rider Black, and then uh, a sequel to that called Common Rider Black RX, which would go on to be adapted into uh, Saban's Masked Rider, and. After that, Common Rider was on hiatus again for ten years. Um, I get. I'm. I'm willing to bet that. I mean, its spot with uh, Sentai was kind of filled in with Metal Heroes, since Metal Heroes was the big thing happening around that time too. Um, <clears throat> then, in uh, you know, in the dawn of the new century. They announced that Common Rider was going to come back. They brought it back with Common Rider Kuga, and Common Rider has basically been back, has basically been airing ever since. So they did Common Rider Kuga, um, Agito, uh, Ryuki, which would go on to be adapted uh, into Common Rider Dragonite, albeit several years after it originally aired. Um, then there was. Uh, after Ryuki, we had Kamen Rider 555, or Fies. Um, Blade, Hibiki, Kabuto, Deno, Kiva. And after Kiva, we, it was now 10 years since the, since the Kamen Rider Heisei era. So 
that's where we have common rider decades. So just understand this decade is not an anniversary season for the entire common rider season series. It's a it's a um anniversary season basically for the Heisei era. Like cuz even if you look at the poster for common rider it only shows the uh it only shows the riders up to the Heisei era and heck, I mean even the name of the series decade it's basically meant to celebrate a decade of common rider. So uh that's really important. Um, do what? Did they have to celebrate a decade of Ryder? I guess. I don't know. I'm making a joke. I'm making a joke here. <clears throat> now, Common Rider Decade aired from January 2009 to August of 2009, making it the shortest of the Common Rider seasons. That's good news for us. Um, yes, and uh, it. Uh, its head writer is Sho Aikawa, whose previous writing credits were he was the um, head writer of the second half of Common Rider Blade, which I really hope and pray to God does not mean that Common Rider Blade is going to suck um, later on. I'm really hoping that it's not the case. Uh, he was also the head writer for Bokinger, and you guys know I like Bokinger. So, yeah. So maybe Decade is just his one bad series. Because, heck, I mean, you know, one of the best, like, Yasuko Kobayashi, who wrote Shinkinger, she's one of my favorite uh, Toku writers. And, uh, but she also did Tokuger, so. But, you know, she did Tokuger, but she also gave me Time Ranger, Gingaman, and Shinkinger, so I don't hold that against her. Um, but anyway, um... With that being said, uh, we're going to uh, jump into the story here. Uh, we're just going to give a general overview and then give our thoughts. So um, the story is very complicated. Um, so I'm going to try to explain this as best I can. So in the, in the world that we're, in, that, that we're initially introduced, um, we meet our main characters. We have a mysterious young man who um, does who feels like he doesn't who feels like he's not in the right world. His name is Sukasa Kaduya, and he lives in a photo studio with his friend Hikari. And uh, one day, a bunch of monsters, all of whom are uh, of different villain factions from previous Common Rider seasons, like the Fangire, Undead, Worms, uh, Garangi. They attack Sukasa's world, and they're on the brink of destroying it, but luckily Sukasa meets this mysterious person about how it's his destiny to become a new common Rider called Common Rider Decade, aka the Destroyer of Worlds. And in order to save his world from being destroyed, he must travel to the nine previous worlds of Common Rider. So basically... The world of Kuga, Agito, and etc. And only when he destroys those worlds will he be able to save his own world. And at least as far as the series that we've been up to, uh, he's traveled to. Uh, basically, we now kind of go into like this whole thing where every episode is like a two-parter revolving around his uh, misadventures in the different worlds. Um, so far, the worlds that we've seen him travel to are Kuga, 
Kiva, Ryuki, Blade, Fize, Agito, and Dino. Um, and along the way, he's gained some. Uh, he's gained some uh, other companions. Uh, he's traveling around with Natsumi, uh, Kuga from the world of Kuga, a new character named Yusuke Onodera, starts tagging along with him, traveling to the to uh, the worlds. Um, around the time of the Fies episode, we meet another character who's like this thief that likes to go around and steal the treasures from all these different worlds. His name is Dai- Daiki Kaito, who transforms into Kamen Rider D-End, the secondary rider of this season. And frequently, whenever Tsukasa travels to a different world, he has to battle the Kamen Riders because apparently... And this is something that goes along with the dream that Natsumi has been having. Decade is seen as like this villain who is supposed to like destroy all the common riders. It's a little complicated, but uh, but that's where we stand now with Decade. He's basically traveling from world to world to uh, try and save his own world. Um, yeah, and that's about it. Um, so. Uh, Couple of uh, major things to note about Common Rider, Common Rider Decade here, and we'll uh, talk about those elements individually. Um, so the big thing about Decade that should be noted is that even though they are showing all the previous Common Riders, and this, I guess, this is one of the reasons why the. Okay, just to kind of give you guys a hint, from what I've been told. Decade gets a really mixed reception from fans. Like, like it's definitely not one of the more beloved seasons. And I think one of the bigger reasons for that is because even though this is a tribute season, well, guess what? They're not bringing back the actual actors from Kamen Rider. So when he tried, like, the Yusuke character from uh, the Kuga world, even though Yusuke is also the name of uh, Kuga, that's a different actor. That's not Joe Odagiri, it's a completely different actor. Um, and yeah, none of these common writers in any of these worlds are played by their original actors, which is really bizarre because they get a character, they get the guy who played Kiva in the previous season to appear in the first episode, and yet... When he goes to the world of Kiva, it's not that person. It's a little kid that's Kiva. Oh, I still hate that. So that's really the big thing here. Um, It's really super complicated, to be honest, because it's like, I don't know. Well, first of all, you know, I I don't want to go into super detail yet because I don't want to drown these other guys out. So um, just give your... Like, I'd like for you both to, like, just give your overall thoughts on, like, the plot real quick just before we kind of dive deeper in. So go ahead, guys. Anthony, you want to go first or am I going first? Uh, let me go first. Yes, rant. Rant, my son, rant. First of all, why? Why, why, why was Kiva a kid? I don't understand this. I don't understand. Why was Deno those uh, characters? Why were they kids? I don't understand this. Why did you have these characters as kids for no apparent reason? It makes no sense. I, and then all of a sudden, you just you just decided, oh yeah, we're gonna we're we're gonna 
not only change the actors, but we're going to change how they act as person, as people. Like, for for starters, Kiva was not this like. I mean, yeah, sure, he was. He was. He was very more or less. He was very uh, introverted. He did not want to go outside. He was very like sheltered. He didn't like being around people a lot. He was very shy. All this and the other. This this kid's been going around. He's just been talking about how he's king and this all and the other. And then when things get rough, he decides not want to be king anymore. Like no, no. And that whole thing with like the Vanguard and like humans all like being happy and go happy and like friendly and we're all just like you know being together. No. That did not happen in the original. So if you're going to Kiva thinking that like, oh, that's cool, you know, they're they're uh the Fangar and the humans are actually friendly in the in, in, in the original, right? No. That's not how that works. <laughs> not how that works at all. And just uh, and some just some of the characters just were just acting very just not their usual selves. Like for for starters, why even if they could not get the act the actor that played uh, Kuga. They, I, I understand they might not be able to get him back, and I understand that. But however, why would you have the character that, that is supposed to be portraying as a different variety of Kuga not be played by somebody who's that childish and who's very, like, he's not, he doesn't take the whole role of comrade seriously. He's just kind of just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be a comrade because a, a hot girl told me to. No! That's not how that works. He's not... He is not embodying what the original uh, Yusuke was like, and it pisses me off. It really does. Now I can't say now I can't say for certain that other seasons that I haven't really watched yet, like Blade, or like you know, um, I'm trying to think of what else. To, what else? Uh, it just, it just, I don't know. I don't know. And then it was kind of weird because, like, the whole thing with Agito, Agito's was kind of like they just kind of were just kind of just being lazy. Just kind of they kind of just thought that we could just like adapt two characters into one, and it didn't it didn't work that way. They should have just like had the characters separate and not just have him be Gills and then all of a sudden be Agito. That's just that's just weird to me, but whatever. Okay, Riz. Ran over. Ran over? I'm safe yeah. to talk? Yes. Okay, so from the best I can gather, being that poor dog in outer space, there are two sides of why people would hate Common Rider Decade. Anthony is example number one, where he's very invested in the Common Rider franchise, he's seen a lot of stuff, and the characters have all been desecrated, for lack of a better word, to yeah. be these empty cells of what they could have been and he's not very happy with that because he knows what the characters really were back in the day me on the other hand like i said earlier i'm the dog in the space station that doesn't know anything about common rider really especially in the heisei era i know nothing the reason i don't like this is because it's just it's poorly written there's nothing very understandable about the plot so let's start off by talking about the basic premise of what's going on here so homeboy decade is the world destroyer right that's that's his big purpose in this thing to be the world destroyer 
he's supposed to go to world to world apparently to kill and destroy and all the typical stuff that you do when you're a world destroyer. But in the 15 episodes I've watched, he has not yet destroyed a single world. He has not yet given me any indication that he will destroy a world. All he's done is help people, be a meme, and yeah, that's it. So the plot doesn't make any sense here. If they're trying to push that he's the world destroyer, then we need more information on what that means to begin with. So that's complaint number one. The other complaints are really just about how difficult it is to follow some of the plots under different worlds as they pay tribute. And I'll say this. In in my head canon, I know this is probably not what really happened, but I gotta imagine the Gokaiser producers who made Gokaiser probably watched Decade and took notes and said, okay, this is how you don't make an anniversary season because the way Gokai did everything was perfect. It was like, well done. You didn't have to know anything about these seasons. Like, so when I began watching Decade, after every couple of episodes, I would message Anthony or Nathan or both of them and be like, hey, that really happened in the Common Rider series. And they'd tell me, no, they've, they've destroyed the image of, let's say, for example, Kuga or later on Blade. So, you know, and I kept going along and like, Saying, all right, well, at some point, we're gonna, I'm going to hit a point where it's going to be like, hey, are these accurate? And they're going to say, yes, it's actually accurate. But as of now, I have not hit the accurate part. And it's difficult as a viewer who's coming into Common Rider. So when you hear that this is like a thing where you visit other worlds and you have interactions with other worlds, if you're a Toku fan, you're probably going to first think, Okay, cool. This is gonna be like Gokai, and we're gonna get introduced to these people, and it'll be good. It'll be fine. No big deal. It'll be light interactions. If you kind of pick up on some of the story from Edward Sentai, that's fine. But no prior knowledge is required. That's cool. But here, prior knowledge won't help you one bit because the prior knowledge will probably make you more confused, like Anthony and Nathan. Yeah. But in my case, the problem that I have is not only is it confusing in terms of the main plot, the subplots for each two-episode arc is also very confusing. Um, for example, um, they have a two-part tribute for <sighs> the Common Rider Trials. Which one was that? Was that Ryuki? Ryuki. Okay. That was confusing to me, because in my mind, I was like, oh, okay, clearly Ryuki's a lawyer. Clearly, there's a lot of lawyer stuff going on in Ryuki. I asked these guys, and they're like, bruh, there's like one lawyer, and he's a minor character, and it's not a big deal. But they made an entire two-part arc based off of that. Which was stupid. Which made no sense to me trying to figure out the world of Kamen Rider, because as far as introduction seasons go... This one did not introduce anything properly. There's nothing here that would help me as a new Hammer's Common Rider understand the world I'm coming into. Or even understand the legacy of what came before this one. So, those are my thoughts. Um, 
So yeah, Nate, you can. I don't know what you're doing next. Well, yeah, to kind of a uh, play off of what Riss said, um, you know, a common problem that a lot of that at least we have with this series is that it doesn't really get the whole, uh, you know, feels of the common Rider season down. And to kind of give a couple of examples, um, so to give an example of the season that I'm watching right now, you have common Rider Blade. So common Rider Blade, long story short, is about two guys who get hired by an organization to become common riders and battle against these undead monsters. And then two other common riders show up later. Um, and it's a pretty good story. It's a story all about, you know, like, you know, the characters emotions and like, you know, how emotions help, you know, can affect you in a battle. And, you know, we have two characters that go through redemption arcs. Like it's a pretty deep story. The Common Rider Blade episode has it so that it mainly focuses on the working for a company and getting paid aspect. And to kind of t give you a hint on just how bad that is, uh, here's a perfect example. So, you know, in Power Rangers Time Force, when the Rangers aren't doing their Ranger duties, they live in a clock tower which is like an odd jobs business. That's how they make their living. They do odd jobs, like, you know, cleaning up the street and, uh, you know, um, you know, uh, like private, you know, being like a private bodyguard, blah, 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 blah. And if, the, if Decade was doing like a Time Force tribute episode, I guarantee you the majority of the focus would be that the Rangers – their business of being rangers is them is their odd jobs business like does that make sense because like that's how much of a mess it is like the odd jobs business doesn't have anything to do with the overall story of time force do you guys get do you guys agree with what i'm saying like that's a perfect example or not it is it's it's but it sounds equally stu as stupid as when you were explaining it <laughs> I mean, I would believe that's a real episode if I were if that were me, but um, Wait, I I believe that's a real episode, like a tribute episode in decade for Time Force to be that, or something like um, I don't know. Uh, I mean, that that's probably the best example I can think of them taking like a very minor detail from the original show and making it like a major part. Of the um, of the of the oh, of this new world. Now, I'll be honest. I I, un, I can actually like I understand them by trying to turn this into like you know completely different. Like have each of the common rider seasons take place in like alternate universes. Um, I think that makes sense because uh, you know. Um, because the idea of, like, you know, having to travel to different common Rider worlds and, like, you know, I think that's a pretty unique idea for an anniversary season. But that doesn't give you an excuse to just do something completely different with the concept. Because, like, it, when people see an anniversary season, you want to show a lot of respect for, for the seasons that came before. So, well, you don't want to do something completely. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Not even just that, but 
when you read synopsis of the episodes online, like from official sources, they call it like tribute episode for Common Rider Ryuki, Common Rider Blade. These are tribute episodes. So that means somebody somewhere made these as tribute, but they put in no effort to sow a true tribute. They just kind of took something and decided, okay, I didn't watch the entirety of Ryuki, but I saw a lawyer, so let's roll with that. For example. And, like, that that's bad. That's poor story writing. That's poor um, execution of a tribute. That's it's just an insult to the entirety of what, what you're trying to pay tribute to. So, I mean, it'd be better to say this episode is an insult to what came before it, because that's more accurate right now. Exactly. Yeah. You got anything you want to add, Anthony? That whole lawyer... That whole lawyer episode was just stupid, too. Like, the whole two-part thing with, like, lawyers... Like... That the very thing that that upsets me about that is the fact that like me be a like that's that for instance okay let's say for instance in some crazy world where like you know commerce are literally a thing in, in like as you know in our world but like Ryuki like Ryuki's commerce are, are our world's like only commerce right and they decided instead of just using like a normal uh, jury system. They decide, oh, we'll just use, we'll just hire, get a bunch of people to be com writers, give them a, a whole a lot of decks, and have them kill each other to make a verdict. That sounds stupid. Why would any normal citizen do that and put themselves through that over, over trials? Because that's how their world works. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's what you're trying to say is that that's their world and it, that's what they want to do with it. But you're right. It's not something that we would think is sane or intelligent or good. But I'm just saying, like, even in even in their world, who would literally look at this and go, that's, that's, that's pretty dumb. The people indoctrinated with the belief that that's the way to be? This is the way, basically? I mean... I know you're trying to explain it. I get that. It's just... No, I, I know. It, it's, it doesn't make any sense. I get that. But, you know, we've got to find some kind of solution to this somewhere. And Do we honestly, have to? Well, okay, so I have a solution to explain why it's so bad. But I don't like my explanation, if that makes sense. Okay. So you're basically, just, you're basically want, not want, willing to give, give a, a good reason just because you want to. It's because you're just trying like to get some kind of logic out of this ridiculous concept. Bro, I'm an ninja nearby day. I have to have logic. Yeah. Um, okay, so my my thoughts on why it's so bad is simply because it's a parody. You're supposed to treat this like a parody. The issue is we don't understand it's a parody because it's so badly done. I'm not. And it's not obvious that it's a parody. If it's a parody, I'm not laughing. Exactly. Like, we're not... We're not seeing the humor in it. We're not understanding and appreciating it because, again, they're taking something that you guys love and they're destroying it, basically. They're, they're making a mockery of it.
It's just embarrassing. Yeah. I mean, there. I said it before, but literally watching this season, I feel like I'm floating around in a damn space station, just wondering what, what is going on here. Why, mm-hmm. why are we doing this? Like, this might become the cover art for the video, by the way. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just, it's so confusing. It doesn't make sense in terms of, like, tribute. The plot up until now, I haven't seen any explanation for the World Destroyer, what's going to happen there. I know we have another half of the season to go, but you would think by now we would see some kind of hint. And I got to tell you, there's been no hint so far of the World Destroyer. Yeah, I'm not seeing it either. I mean, they have that character that's been popping up in the last few episodes, uh, wearing a green coat, and he's saying that re- that uh, decade will be the world destroyer. But why? Who is he? What's going on here? No answers. It's just more confusing. You would think that he'd be the main. Like, oh my god, it's probably the main villain in human form, but we don't even know that. Well, who is the main villain? Who's doing all this stuff? That's what I'm saying. Like, like okay, so. To, to make to make sure that y'all understand what's going on here, the plot is essentially that these guys in their own world, um, things are getting destroyed, so they escape the world to go save the other worlds to hopefully save their world in the process. But who who initiated all this? Who started the attack on their world and all the other worlds? What's going on here? And then also. I'm going to admit, I thought the opening scene with the Kamen Rider War was pretty damn cool. But, like, it it's still it's still a mystery on what's going on there. It, okay, y'all are going to get mad, all right? Y'all are about to get really mad at me. But y'all remember in Super Megaforce when Troy's like, this is like my dream. This is my dream right here. But they don't explain mm-hmm. anything more about a dream. Yeah, pretty much. It's kind of like a random thing that pops every now and then. That's precisely what's happening here whenever they bring up that opening sequence of the war. It's just like Troy's Super Mega Force dream. Pretty much. Yep. I'm sorry to give you all bad memories to go on top of the bad memories, but <laughs> it has to be said. I mean, if we're going to compare this to Power Ranger seasons, I would... I would honestly say that this is like the common writer equivalent of Operation Overdrive. It it has some great ideas, like the idea of traveling to different worlds and like, you know, each of them being a different common writer world. That's a pretty cool idea. In fact, I'll be honest, like even though the first episode was a little complicated, I was actually kind of looking forward to seeing the direction that they go, but they're just executing it extremely poorly. So this is a great common writer idea that just is being executed in the worst possible way. If you know what yeah. I mean. No, I agree. It's it's like I said, it's bad story writing. It's bad thought. It's they probably took some writers off the street and said, All right, make a common writer tribute episode for this season and they sat there at the crayons at the little kids table and said, Okay, and then we get this nonsense. 
Because there is no explaining what we're watching. There is no way to reconcile why we have a cafeteria for Blade. Like, why is that their main plot point? Um, why is there the common Rider trial thing? Why is there anything we've seen? Why? why? Like, why does the Fies episode... Why is it mostly like a high school drama when the original series was about fully grown adults? Now, oh. I will say, I will say, in Decade's Good Corner, as small as that is, I do enjoy that tribute because I don't know the common Rider lore to understand it. And honestly, that lore is the one I believe the most. Which one? The, uh, you said Fives, right? That school? Yeah. Yeah, that one. That one's the one that would make the most sense to me as a newcomer to say, okay, clearly Fives is about a bunch of uh, high school kids and they're dealing with demons and stuff. I could buy that. That makes sense. It's, it's a typical enough sounding story that I could be like, okay, this works. I get it. Tribute this episode, woohoo! I'll I'll take a look at Fives later, but then unfortunately, when I get to Fives, I'll realize, oh, oh, this is nothing like what they said. I got lied to. But I did enjoy the Fives tribute for what it was. Um, I also, I'm very conflicted about the Agito uh, tribute tribute episode because on one hand, I wanted to like it. Because it sowed some continuity between the different worlds in that uh, Agita picked up where uh, Kuga left off for a disguised plot, basically. But it just, it wasn't interesting. Um, it was just kind of like, cool, so Yusuke will pilot the Z3X suit. But he has to compete with uh, Kaito, was it? Yeah. Yeah, Kaito. Yeah. He has to compete with him to get the position, and it's a whole bunch of drama. And he's only doing it because the old girl is over there, like, you know, his, his woman that he wanted. And he lost her in Kuga. I mean, it had things I liked, but it was just poorly written. And then, guys, I don't know anything about Dano, nothing at all, but I did not did not enjoy that one bit. To me, that was probably the worst tribute we had. Well, the funny thing about Dano is that that one actually does, uh, does have some returning cast members from the original Dino show, because everybody on the Denliner, uh, at least to my knowledge, comes back. Like, I do know that they get... Uh, Rina Akiyama, who plays Naomi, like the like the bar, like the little server lady, uh, back. And is the guy who owns the Denliner the same cast member, Anthony? That's that's the that's the same guy. Yes, he even does the whole thing with his little uh, stick where he like likes to like he puts little flags on his food and he'll like eat around it. And to see if he can make, he can't, um, he can keep keep eating without having to block the flag lag over. So that concept still is still relevant, relevant to to the um, Dino. It's like they kept that, but they couldn't keep anything else. Like 
it, it doesn't make any sense why they would do that. I didn't know Deno was that accurate to it. Yeah. I guess um, I should have asked me all about how accurate stuff was up to that point. I'm sorry. Sorry about that. I was just going to say, I guess I stopped asking y'all how accurate is stuff after, like, the first three or four. Yeah, so, like, in um, Dino, the only people who weren't from the original were, like, literally the, like, the little girl that you saw um, and the young man. Those two were actually supposed to be the main characters from the original Dino, but they're for some reason also kids for some reason, or a lot younger. I don't know. It just it, it it's very it's a very weird weird concept. They just keep doing this over and over again. Are they maybe trying to uh, attract a younger audience by making them kids? Well, they're doing a terrible job of it because nobody really liked like De- Decade. Yeah. So in the fandom, do people just hate Decade as well? Is that a thing, or is it just us? They they don't they don't hate Decade as a person. They love his character. It's just the show that's bad. I mean, I can agree with that. Decade as a character is pretty fun. Yeah. Well, that helps but, us kind of transition to uh, <clears throat> the only other thing I wanted to talk about since we've kind of made our main issue with the series uh, with the series uh, known. Like we should talk about the characters briefly. So. Riz, you could go ahead and uh, talk about what you feel like with Sukasa. I just wanted to say we're going to transition to that now. Um, what do I think of Sukasa? Yeah. Sukasa is a pretty snarky, cool character. He He's funny. He tries to be funny anyway, right? Like, he's not... Um, he's not a boring character by any means. It's just... He's given nothing to really work with. His his writing is terrible. It's sloppy. But when you look at just his character without all that plot, it's not a bad character. I mean, it's interesting, right? Like, I want to know where is he from? Why doesn't he remember his own world? What world does he belong to? And why is he a world destroyer if he's not going to destroy a world? These are all things I I like. I would like to know more about, but they don't tell me anything about it. Anthony, Nate. Uh, for me, like I said, I I, I think Scossa is a very very fine character. It's just the fact that his he just he's just been in a bad show. Really, he's just he's in a bad show. That's all that is. He's I heard very- I heard it's better in the movies. Yeah, and like he also comes back in like a lot of different like in some variations of Kamen Rider. He appears in some movies. Um, he appeared in like some later on uh different Kamen Rider shows. Like he doesn't appear in much in all of them, but he appears in like maybe only a handful of them. And he's actually a very loved beloved character. Like the fandom loves Sukasa as a character. He's like. Dec- like they may they may have hated decade, but they love Sukasa, if that makes sense. Cause they cause they still like when whenever Sukasa comes on the screen, they're like, Oh my god, Sukasa's here, you know, like that's from what I've read, like the fandom the fan like the fandom loves the Sukasa. Would you say his popularity when he comes on screen? And these later iterations after Decade is similar to when they see Marvelous come back on. 
I would say yes in a similar in a similar note, yeah. Okay. So Decade as a character is well received by the fandom, but people have a lot of issues with the writing, like how we do. That's good to know. Bingo, yeah. Got it. Nate? Nathan. Sorry, okay. I, didn't, I didn't realize I was muted. Um, <laughs> before you know, when I'm at work, the common thing to say when that happens is, "Sorry, I couldn't find the mute button." Right. Um, okay. But before Nate says anything, I just need to say something real quick before he um starts. Um, I just wanted to say that. So I think also I think that if if Sukasa was if Sukasa was like you know maybe had a better like story to be behind as far as like his like his you know show wise I think I think Deki would have actually like been very good both like show wise and like story wise that mean. Mm-hmm. You mean if they had not done tributes the way they had, or would that have? Fix the tributes for you. I think honestly that they didn't really need the tributes. Honestly, like if they if they okay, here's how they could have done it. If they really wanted to, they could have easily have shown have shown them the the com writers just in suit only, and just kind of like passing glance like oh like you know you're in my world what are you doing here blah blah, blah and we and just fight. You don't see who's who's behind the helmet. If you want to see who's behind the helmet, you got to go watch the original one. But then we're not really gaining much in terms of like, if we just meet random writer, fight him, no idea what the backstory is. What are you gaining in that scenario? Better than what we have here. I mean, true, but like, if you want to make it like top tier, good, you know. I I, I get what you're saying too. It's just you yeah. know. Or I think maybe what they could have probably done was that like. They established that, oh, this is not, I'm not the similar, uh, or he could just been like, oh, you, you, so you know who Blade is, or you know who, um, Akito is, well, I gotta tell you, I'm not him, you know, I'm not him. I'm so, I'm, yeah. I'm someone else, or oh, I, I inherit these powers from, you know, from elsewhere, so. That'd have been like, oh, snap, it's not him, we know, because, because if you go into the show, Knowing who the who the writers are going to be, but when you Jose was hearing, although 
Although, funnily enough, uh, even though it aired when uh, Ghostbusters and Forze were airing, um, it was mo- it was a movie that mostly revolved around uh, Captain the Gokaijers, mostly Captain Marvelous and Joe, and uh, Suka- and the decade character Sukasa. <laughs> and um, so, long story short, that movie is basically just all about like Marvelous is like you know, leading a group of, like, resurrected Sentai villains, and, uh, and, um... Villains? Yeah. And, uh, Tsukasa's leading a group, uh, he's trying, Marvelous is trying to destroy all the common Riders, and, uh, is trying to destroy all the Super Sentai, and they're, uh, and he's leading a group of previously destroyed, uh, common Rider villains. Um, one, one thing that made me like this guy was, uh, like, he asks, like, all right, who's the next Sentai that we got to go after? And one and one of his main white guys said, Tenso Sentai Go Sager. And then he's like, oh, that sucks. And I'm like, <laughs> I like this. Said that? Marvelous said that? Or no, Tsukasa said, said that. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. I, and I'm like, I like this guy. What he says is good, cool. So I like yeah. that. A plus. Um, he, gets, he gets good work done. We like him. It's been a minute since I've seen that movie, but I do remember that happening. I need to go watch this now. It's, uh, but, yeah, I think Sukasa is an interesting character. I do want to see where he goes um, with, like, you know, trying to find his world. Um, I find him intriguing enough. I can see why people like him. Uh, I think he's a good character trapped in a really bad show yeah sorry for him uh you know we should probably talk about some of the uh quickly talk about the other characters uh um before we wrap up uh i don't really know what i think of natsumi uh she just what what do you think because i really don't know how i feel about her um natsumi is trying to do too many things at one time I feel. So on one hand, to me, and I might be wrong about my interpretation of Natsumi, she fills the um, childhood friend role for Sakasa in a way. Not because they're childhood friends, but her familiarity with him, it feels like it. Um, But then she also fills the um, annoyed boss that has to deal with the shenanigans of her employee, because he was her employee at one point in the first episode. And I think they tried to do a lot of things with her. Um, but nothing really stuck. Like, it, she didn't have, like, a one defined thing that, you know, you could say, okay, that's what Natsumi's all about. I don't know. What do y'all think? Well, she does that whole, like, you know... Thumb pinching neck thing. That's her. That that annoys me. It did. I find hilarious. I find hilarious that she does it. Okay, so here's why I find it annoying. She does it. If she did it in a comedic way, cool. But she doesn't always do it in a comedic way. She sometimes just does it unprovoked, no comedic value. Just it happens and. They start laughing. I'm like, okay, that's literally 20 seconds more of filler that doesn't add anything here. Mm. Like, if she, if she did it 
when, you know, she was pissed off and she wanted revenge, like how when Kagome told Inuyasha to sit and Inuyasha fell. That was funny, right? But yeah. here, she does it randomly, no warning, no no reason. At least Kagome, when she did it, she had a reason. Kind of like how, how um, Akiko did it in freaking double every five seconds. She always be hitting um, one of them, like somebody with a, her freaking green slipper. That annoyed me because like I hate when she did that. There's one point where she did it, and I was like, "Why would you do that after he rescued you? He he didn't deserve it. He literally came and rescued you. He didn't get you kidnapped. He he didn't have any role to play in that." But you you went after my man like that, you know that that was it was pointless. You know I kind of I kind of see what you're saying now because like I'm all the time I'm just like why did she do that? That's not even necessary. That she did that, right? Like there's no purpose in her doing any of that. Now in the ep in the deck in the um the Deno uh episode two part episode her doing that to get Tukasa out of out of uh to be not possessed by Momotaro that was necessary. Okay, see, that was well-written, and that was a good idea. Yeah. But everything else is hot garbage. Yeah. Hello, that phrase come back. (laughs) I don't... Natsumi is probably one of my weaker leading lady common Rider characters. Um, I I haven't seen many uh, leading lady... Like... My favorite one would probably have to be Mary from uh, Fies. She's a really good character. Oh, yeah. I am liking uh, Hirose from uh, from Blade so far. But, uh, yeah, Natsumi just doesn't really leave a good enough impression on me. Uh, I, yeah. You got anything else to add? No, no I'm good. All right, let's talk about Yusuke. Um, I just want to make my opinion uh, short and sweet here. Every Kamen Rider season has that really annoying comic relief character, which is fine. But uh, here's the thing. This guy is Kuga. How dare you make Kuga a comic relief character? How dare you? I'm going to find you. Kuga is supposed to be a badass. Yeah, he's not a badass. And I don't even understand why they're having him tag along. Because, like, spoiler alert. We've only seen him transform to, into Kuga to help Sukasa like twice. We see him do it in the okay. Of course, we see him do it in the uh, in the um, in the Kuga world, but we see him do it like briefly in the Kiba world, and then he doesn't do it again for like ten episodes, and then does it again in Dino. Like, what's the point of even bringing him along if you're? If you're not going to have him transform into Kuga regularly to help Tsukasa out. See, I thought he was going to be a secondary writer, like what I've been reading about for common writers. Because I did do some research before getting into this, and I thought, this guy's a secondary writer, he's going to help out a lot, he's going to be really cool and helpful. But, honestly, he didn't do a lot until the Agito thing. Right. Which is ironic I mean, because like he there is no there's no secondary writer in Kuga, so it'd be kind of like funny that he ends up being the secondary writer of someone else's other show. But it's not even him anyway, so what does it matter? Exactly. 
But he yeah, was, no, Yusuke was just mediocre, in my opinion. Well, what about the actual secondary writer, uh, Daki? Uh, the um, he's probably the last character we have to comment on. Uh, the end. Um, I'm not a big fan of this guy. Um, he just seems boring so far, but I like to see what he's about. Although I'm going to say that his suit is ugly. Like, no, I, and I don't like the common Rider suits in this season, by the way, I don't like, I mean, decade suit, like decade suit. I can sit with, I can't sit with the end. That's just an ugly suit. It is. And he's a dick. I don't like him. Yeah, he's worthless. Um. So yeah, I think the bait. Do you guys have anything else you want to comment on? Um, I have final thoughts, but I'll wait until we get there. Well, yeah, we can transition to final thoughts because I mean we've talked about the characters. We. We, we've talked about our, the plot and our main issues. There's not really much that we can talk about with villains since there seems to be a new villain every season. Like, there is this one guy called Narutaki who I'm guessing, like, he's the guy who keeps telling all these common writers about Decade and everything, so I'm guessing he might have something to do with the main villain, but we haven't seen enough to really comment on. And... And if you're watching this and you've seen Decade, please don't spoil it for us in the comments. We're begging you not to do that. Um, but uh, as far as final thoughts are concerned for me, um, this is a mess. I'd probably give it like a D plus maybe. Um, I, and I can, def I can definitively say that the only thing I'm going to the only good thing I'm getting out of this is that I'm getting this out of the way so I don't have to do it again when I finish up this early Heisei era binge fest that I'm in. Because I am not watching this series again after I do Kiva. I'm just not. So that's the one thing that I can say is good out of this, that I'm getting this over with and just ripping off that Band-Aid. I am not watching this series again. I guarantee you. So I'll go next so we can go off on a bang with Anthony's rant at the end. Um, for those that have watched the Sinkenser review that we did last time, you'll probably know that I call Takuru hot garbage over and over again. But honestly, watching this makes me miss Takuru. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather deal with hot garbage than this piling pile than this flaming pile of garbage that I'm looking at right now. There, there is nothing in this 15 episodes that was worth it. Um, I wanted to know more about Sikasa and his character and the World Destroyer and all that stuff, but everything else that happened, it really made this... Like, I got through episode one, and that was kind of difficult, but I figured, okay... I'll give it a chance. I'll keep going. Nathan and Anthony want me to watch it. Cool. Whatever. Get to episode two. I can't do this anymore. I can't. And so I start ranting about it to them. And it becomes a sore. Like, literally, I have to force myself to, one, watch it. 
but two, to also actually try and follow the plot. Yeah. And that was painful. And when we get to episode 16 through 31, once again, I'll be struggling to care. Because I don't care about anyone yet. I don't care about the plot that much. I don't care about the characters. Um, it's all a pile of heaping garbage. And that's where I will leave it. As if I have to give it a grade like Nathan did, I don't like the I don't like the elephant system for like alphabet grades. So I'm gonna give it like a I'm gonna give it a three out of ten. That's an F. <laughs> yeah. It is an F, but I like the fact that I can say it's a really bad F. It's not mm-hmm. one of those 59.5 F that you get in school, right? Like, this is a... No, you got like a 20% out of 100 on this thing. <laughs> you really messed up. You failed! You didn't just fail. You epically failed. That's my message to uh, the first half of this season, is that they epically failed. Anthony? Go away. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Decade really, really, really sucks as a series. Decade as a person is cool. I don't like Yusuke. I don't like Kiva. I especially don't like, like, freaking, um... Dean? Yeah, well, I mean, Dean... Dean was okay. And Dean, and I hate Dean. Dean sucked. Like, he was not a good, a good secondary rider. Like, he actually sucked, like... The fact that he just he's just kind of just there to just screw everybody over and just take people's take people's treasure, like he's like the worst kind of pirate, but like not even a good pirate because it's because he doesn't like have a reason behind taking things. He just takes it because he they just they just look good to him. Like he's just uh, I'm indifferent towards um. I, I forgot her name already. Uh, that's just how not much. She, yeah, she's just not. She doesn't. She's not terrible. I've seen like worse, like you know, writer girls before. That's what. That's, that's the name I'm calling. I'm calling them like whoever the female character is, and so they're because they're like the the writer girl of the show. So that's the. Oh, what if you get a female writer? Well, they do have female writers in some of them, but like writer girls are just like the the main protagonist is like. I guess girl, not not something like girlfriend material, but like just a girl that's a part of the main group that's not a writer. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I pretty much said all I need to say. Oh, and the Ryuki. Oh, and, and the Ryuki thing was still stupid too. So yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yes. Ryuki tribute was probably the worst one in my opinion. Well, bottom line, decade, you have a lot of really good ideas and you're executing them in the worst possible way. And it's probably going to be downhill from here. Anything else, guys? No, I said I need to say. All right. Well, um, next time uh, we'll be revisiting Shin Kenger. Um, 
After that, we'll probably review um, the next couple of Common Rider episodes up to uh, where we'll um, where the uh, <clears throat> up to where the uh, Shinkinger team up will be. Then we'll do a special video uh, re reviewing the Shinkinger and Decade episodes, covering the uh, covering the little crossover. And then after that, we'll wrap up Common Rider Decade just to. Uh, just to um, get it over with, and then we'll continue on with Shinkinger. Um, we are going to be doing a special video for our 50th video. Um, we're thinking about we're going to be doing a live stream uh, to, uh, to uh, commemorate that. Um, so we hope you guys will check that out. Um, we hope you guys enjoyed this video. Uh, if you have any uh, anything you'd like for us to check out, please... Uh, Give a comment down below. We have seen um, some of the uh, things people have suggested. Like there's someone who wants us to review Akiba Ranger and another person who review, uh, suggested Akira Major. We'll be getting to those. Um, we do want to finish up what we, what we started first, but we will be getting to what you've suggested. Um, please check us out at AnimeSecrets.org if you don't know our website, just to check out some of our other content. Uh, check us out on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, check us out on iTunes in case you just want to listen and don't want to have to watch this on YouTube. Uh, once again, we thank you guys for joining us. We'll see you guys again when we get back to our samurai journey. With that being said, we'll uh, see you guys next time. So, later.